What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Monday, November 2nd, 2020. An absolutely bonkers weekend. It feels like it's been a lot longer than a few days since I last recorded because so much went down, so much went down in other sports, and a whole lot went down in Detroit Tigers camp. It was a frustrating weekend. You know, it's weird. So much happened that was good on Friday, and obviously the main story with the Tigers hiring A.J. Hinch, the Michigan basketball, Jawan just got his first five-star recruit, Michigan's highest-rated recruit in 13 years, and I was like, man, this might be shaping up to be an awesome weekend. And then my Michigan Wolverines and football uh, absolutely got de- Decapitated uh, by their bitter rival, the Michigan State Spartans. A crushing, 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 soul-crushing loss uh, at the hands of Michigan State on Saturday. And so I knew this could, this weekend couldn't be all, all good. But there was a lot of good that happened on Friday. And that's the key story. That's what we're going to spend pretty much all show talking about today. The Tigers made it official on Friday. A.J. Hinch is now the skipper for the Detroit Tigers. A, a surprising announcement it moved so fast I mean it went from Tigers interviewed Hinch Tigers made Hinch the front runner to Tigers have hired Hinch in a matter of hours quite frankly I mean news traveled so freaking fast and I'm fine with that and there was a reason why it traveled as fast as it did it's because it moved fast and I'm going to give a lot of credit here today to a lot of people who I haven't given a lot of credit to look I know that I've made it like an intramural sport at this point of Vila bashing Illich bashing. I'm not a hater. I'm not a guy, like, I'm not a Skip Bayless or one of these guys who predetermines how they feel about a person before the event goes down. Like, and I don't like to give him a lot of credit, but, you know, or or a lot of attention, but, you know, he's more famous than I'll ever be anyway. This doesn't matter. But, like, a Skip Bayless is somebody who has predetermined every year what he thinks of a LeBron James. And LeBron could go for 50 every game and carry his team to an 82-0 season and go 16-0 in the playoffs. He's already made up his mind. I'm not like that. I have my opinions based on the evidence placed before me. And there is a whole lot of evidence from the very beginning, no matter how much I've rooted for them, no matter how much I've wanted them to succeed, there's a lot of proof at this point that Al Avila and Chris Illich have not done a very good job running the Detroit Tigers. They, they have failed, in my opinion, over the last several seasons. Farm system, very good, but I have had serious questions about their player development. You, you guys know this. I thought what went down over the weekend with the hiring of A.J. Hinch was the first truly great move of the Avila era. Now, that is almost a backhanded compliment because he's five years into his tenure, and everyone's going to say, what about drafting Torkelson? What about drafting Mize? Any moron could do that. Like You look at a draft board, you take the best guy available. I don't think that's that difficult. And honestly, and while I believe in those picks, I think those picks will turn out to be very good ballplayers, well, we don't know how successful those picks are yet. I mean, those guys haven't seen a major league ball field. Mize did a little bit here in 2020, but his first year won't be next year in 2021. So to me, this is the first really solid move of the Avila era, of the Illich era. Let's talk about Hinch. Let's talk about Hinch as an entity. Look, I and my my I I guess I'll call him my my Twitter friend. Not not an official friend. I, I'm not that I'm not that uh, high and mighty yet. But John Boy gave me a shout out on Twitter for uh, you know having a take in March about how this would make sense for AJ Hinch to come to Detroit. And I always felt that way. If I'm AJ Hinch and, and you and you know he knows his position. He's a smart guy. He's aware of the the vitriol that a lot of people feel about him. He's aware of the anger that a lot of people have for him. I never really had that much anger towards him, but I know a lot of people for a lot of other teams did. 
if he wanted to regain respect and love from people outside of the the fan base for the team that he manages, his redemption arc, being on top of the world, being knocked down a huge peg, being suspended for a year, only to be hired by the worst team in baseball and kind of guiding them through their rebuild, that redemption arc made a lot of sense for both sides. I, I didn't think, and I tried to will this into being, and I even tweeted, I think that it was going to happen. Deep down in my heart of hearts, I tr- I'll be honest, and I wish I could say that I could take credit for this. In my deepest depths of my soul, I didn't think that they would make this move. I didn't think they would have the, the guts to go out and hire a guy. I thought that you know the Tigers would play it safe. I thought they'd probably get Marcus Thames or somebody like that from the Yankees, go cheap, you know, avoid the big publicity home run hire. They didn't. And this is where I am so stunned by this move. Because you watch A.J. Hinch's press conference, which, by the way, I'm sorry, you talk about winning a press conference, dude hit three home runs in his first three at-bats. I thought the answer to every question was perfect. The interview he did with Dan Dickerson I thought was wonderful. I I love A.J. Hinch, and I liked him in Houston. There have been, and there are going to continue to be problems within this organization over the next several years. And they may prove me wrong, and I hope they do. But the one issue I don't believe that they have right now going forward is a manager. And to me, that does make a difference. I think people really glorify the Garden Hire era, and I've talked about this before. Gardy did some things correctly. Very cordial guy, wonderful dude, answered the media's questions, you know, kept the clubhouse relatively light and loose at a time in which they were losing a whole lot of ball games. Not at any point, not for a second during the Gardy administration, the Gardy era, did I ever believe that if this team were to get good at some point, if they were to miraculously be good, that Garden Hire would be the guy who would pull the right strings and, and move them into October, right? I, I never looked at him as the guy. I viewed him as a placeholder guy, and that's why I think him leaving was the right decision. I you know I know he was not healthy, but I, I don't think the Tigers were going to renew his contract. Anyway, uh, it made sense for both parties for him to leave. You go to Hinch. This is an established manager. And I thought the video I made, check it out on my personal Twitter, at Castellani2014, laid out everything perfectly as to why this is such a great hire. You get a guy who knows how to manage a bullpen. You get a guy who has managed high-leverage situations. You get a guy who can construct a lineup. You get a guy who is big into analytics, but the answer he gave Dan Dickerson, dude, it made me salivate when Dickerson asked him about it. And he says, look, analytics are a tool, right? That they're a weapon that you can use at your disposal to try to get ahead. They are not the end-all be-all. And we've seen that with A.J. Hinch in the past, I know the, there's the whole controversy of him pulling Zach Greinke in Game 7 of the World Series in 2019, but this is also a guy who allowed Garrett Cole and Verlander and Greinke and McCullers and Charlie Morton to go 7 innings, to go 8 innings, to go 3, 4 times through the order when they were dealing, when they were dominating. Uh, to me, like the, the perfect managers are the ones who use analytics but also are capable of of going with their gut. That's why, like, to me, Terry Francona is that perfect balance. That's why he's been so successful. That's why he was so successful in Boston. That's why he's been so successful in Cleveland. I think Hinch was like that. And then you have some guys who are very good with the analytics, but sometimes lack that kind of human touch. I think Kevin Cash is great, but we saw in the World Series this year, and even in the ALCS, him kind of get exposed in that manner where he was so over-reliant on the numbers that he failed to 
to really get a feel of the the flow of the game. We saw that in game six. I think Hinch has that perfect balance. Now, the one thing that has to be said, and I'm so excited about this, guys, truly, this was, this to me is the biggest thing that's happened to this organization since the David Price trade in 2014. I actually woke up on Saturday morning with with a, a gleam in my eye, actually believing that they may have something here. Because that this move is so much bigger to me than just another managerial hire. This, to me, is symbolic of, of a moment in which the Tigers, for the first time in a, since this horrible rebuild began, it symbolizes to me a moment in which the Tigers are starting to believe that they are actually going to make a push to be good going forward. Because you don't hire a manager of A.J. Hinch's caliber unless you are going to surround him with top-tier talent that he can build around. If A.J. Hinch ends up getting fired or resigning at any point during his tenure, it will not be because he did a poor job. It will be specifically because Illich and Avila failed to surround him with the right players. And you know what? Given their track records, that is entirely possible. We are yet to see what Avila and Illich are capable of when the checkbook is open, when they spend on players, when they offer those multi-year deals. We've seen we've seen Avila do it after 2015, and he signed Zimmerman, and he signed Lowe, and he signed Pelfrey. Some terrible deals. Worst deal probably in the history of Detroit sports, the Jordan Zimmerman contract. Crippled him for several seasons. Chris Illich, we're, we're not sure yet. We're not sure how, how much he's into this, but I give both of them credit for this move, and that's what how, what I'm going to talk about here in segment number two, is I, I'm going to praise them for how they went about uh, conducting this managerial search. We'll be right back. The improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 other original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health-conscientious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back. So as I said at the end of the first segment, I am stunned by how Avila and how Illich went about their business with this managerial hire. Really, really, truly surprised. I'm stunned by Al Avila's initiative here. He's been the most indecisive GM in baseball over the last several years, yet he's the guy who called A.J. Hinch 30 minutes after his suspension was over. He was their guy from day one. I give them a ton of credit for pulling this off. He's the right guy. And I was shocked by this because how, oh my God, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many times I have wanted to rip my hair out because of Al Avila's just insane indecisiveness. The trade deadlines in 18 and 19 waiting until the last possible second. Even Verlander, everyone thought in 17 Verlander was going to be traded at the, at the deadline. They waited to deal him until the, the September, the, the waiver wire, right? And you know, that deal obviously has turned out to be a disaster, but in the moment, some people were okay with it, I guess, but still, you know, it, it, it he waited till the last second, did the same thing with Upton, did the same thing with Mike Fires, did the same thing with Leonis Martin, didn't do the same thing with J.D. Martinez. They they could have traded him two weeks later, waited for the, the asking price to go up. They didn't. They got Dowell Lugo back, and he was terrible. Like, he's either been way too decisive or overly indecisive, more so the latter. He's more been way indecisive in his time as the GM here, which is why I was so shocked by this. Like, I thought they would interview Hinch. 
I just I thought they would wait around forever, and I thought that they would weigh their options and act like they really knew what they were doing here. But you know what? They did know what they were doing here. All the other managerial interviews, quite honestly, I think were just a massive smokescreen. Like, I think that they were just a, a fluke to say, hey, we interviewed these guys. I think the intention from day one was get A.J. Hinch. And Cody Stavenhagen for The Athletic wrote an article, and we got to address the, the elephant in the room here. I can't believe I haven't talked about it. The Chicago White Sox just did the Tigers a massive, massive favor, and I am completely stunned that this happened. A.J. Hinch, if he would have been offered the job in Chicago, and I I respect him for answering things the way he did during the press conference saying, you know, I wanted to come here, Chicago never interviewed me, you know, a classy gesture by him, I, I, I appreciate that, but I would be stunned if Chicago would have offered him the job and A.J. Hinch wouldn't have taken it. It was such a perfect fit in that organization, and yet for some reason Jerry Reinsdorf was so hell-bent on going out and getting a 76-year-old old-fashioned manager who hadn't managed a baseball game in nine seasons. Like, that's what you're going for. And look, I... I still think the White Sox are really on the up and up. There's so much talent on that ball club, and I still believe the Tigers are still kind of flatlining. There's so much to prove here. There's so many question marks here that I have serious doubts about and will continue to, but if here's my dream. Here's my dream is that we look back on last Friday, Thursday as well, when the, the White Sox hired LaRusa as the day in which the ascending team in the White Sox started to descend and the flatlining and or descending team in the Tigers started to ascend. You know, it could be. I probably won't be. You know, that maybe it's all wishful thinking on my part. I'm trying to stay hopeful because I really do like this hire a whole lot. But maybe this will be a, a turning point for two different organizations. Because this is the first time since both these rebuilds began, you know, circa 2016-2017, in which the Tigers made a move, in my opinion, that outsmarted the Chicago White Sox. And the reason I always talk about the White Sox on here is because that's who you're looking up at, and that's who I view as the biggest competition for the Tigers going forward. The Indians' window is going to be closing here very soon. They're going to trade Lindor. J-Ram might be out of the out the door of here in a, in a few years as well. They might hand out one contract extension. Tito Francona, who I talked about in the last segment, as being probably the best manager in all of baseball. He's had some really bad health issues. I think he's you know going to be out the window here pretty shortly, sadly, and I like him a whole lot. You know, that is disappointing because he's done such a great job there. The Twins are a very good team and a well-run organization. Do the Twins really scare you? Like, let's be honest, over the next five years, do you really think that the Minnesota Twins are going to be making deep runs into the postseason? If they do, you know, I'll say that I was wrong, but that's one of those instances where it's like, how can you possibly believe that the Twins are going to be building a World Series contender when they haven't won a playoff game since George W. Bush's first administration? You have the Royals, who are a very small market team. You know, they have a good owner, good GM, but it's going to take some time for them to build that up. The biggest competition is the Chicago White Sox, and Their entire rebuild has been made up of moves that I have championed. Trading Sale, getting Mancada, you know, trading Quintana and getting Cease and and Jimenez, signing Luis Robert in international free agency. Like, they have hit a lot of home runs. They just hit a wall with their managerial hire. And the Tigers made a move that a whole lot of people, including myself, are praising. I think it's one of the best hires by a Detroit sports team probably since Larry Brown was hired by the Pistons after the the 2003 season. Maybe there's one that I'm missing, and I know a lot of people say, well, what about Harbaugh? Well, we know how that ended up, but I, I think that this is a an amazing, amazing moment. I really do. Like, I am, I am, I had a little bit of pep in my step on Friday when I read this news, when I found this out. I'm, I'm really happy that finally 
uh, we have uh, something to to cheer about here, even if it's just for a second. I believe A.J. Hinch will have a system here that will have the capability of being a massive success. Whatever failures we're going to see from this Detroit Tigers team over the next several years will come exclusively from the front office. I don't think who they have as skipper is going to be an issue going forward. If it changes, I'll let you know. But what what possibly could you have watched over the last several years that makes you think A.J. Hinch isn't a great guy for this job? And yes, I know, the cheating scandal, I get it, the garbage kids, I, I understand all of this. But I said this in my video, if you want to negate everything this guy did from 2017 to 2019 because of the cheating stuff, even though they've only been proven to have cheated in 2017 at this point, what the, the job he did in 2015 was incredible. Incredible! That lineup was garbage. It was Altuve and Springer before Springer was Springer. Correa as a rookie. You had uh, Luis Valbuena, Colby Rasmus, Carlos Gomez, who was awful for them. Their rotation. You had Keuchel, who was great. McHugh, who was pretty good. Scott Casimir, who they traded for, who wasn't that good that season. You know, you had a bullpen with uh, Tony Sipp and, and Luke Gregerson. He got them to one Carlos Correa error away from going to the ALCS. It was one of the best managerial jobs I've ever seen. Went to Yankee Stadium and knocked him out in the in the wild card round. Beat Tanaka. A lot of that was on Hinch. They lost 92 games the year before he got there. And yes, talent you know came in. Springer came in and improved that team a lot. Correa improved that team a lot. Keiko was a revelation. You don't improve by that many games unless you have a guy at the helm who people believe in and want to play for. And that's what the Astros had in A.J. Hinch. And guess what? That's what the Detroit Tigers now have in A.J. Hinch. A home run higher. Hey, Good work, Al. Good work, Chris. Now, uh, let's give him a roster to build around, and let's really make lemonade, and let's have some fun here. All right, so that will do it for Monday's podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. There you'll find the link to my YouTube page as well as the other podcasts that I work on, including the Brewcast, which should have a really good show uh, tomorrow. I love recording with Anthony and Luke and those guys. And you can follow this show on Twitter at Locked on Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a five-star written review. Got a new one recently. I really, really appreciate it for this show. That would be much appreciated. I'll be right back here tomorrow uh, to talk a little bit more baseball. What it'll be about, well, we're going to find out. I, even I don't know yet. You know, it's uh, it's the offseason. Maybe some free agency stuff. We're going to find out. But I appreciate you listening and sticking with me. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.